volunteer work. Everyone agreed that she was practically a saint. And finally, at the age of 40, she was rewarded with her miracle baby. The baby had been born a month early because, as her mother always put it, Sadie couldn't wait to spring from the womb and boss people around. Johanna May indulged her only child's every whim. She entered Sadie into her first beauty pageant at six months, and for the next five years, Sadie racked up a pile of crowns and sashes. But due to Sadie's propensity to spin a little too much and sing a little too loud, and fall off the stage at the end of a step-ball change, she never quite fulfilled her mother's dream of an overall grand supreme title. At 45, Johanna May died of unexpected heart failure, and her beauty queen dreams for her baby died with her. Sadie's care was left to Clive, who was much more comfortable around Herefords and ranch hands than a little girl who had rhinestones on her boots rather than cow dung. Clive had done the best he could to raise Sadie up a lady. He'd sent her to Miss Naomi's charm school to learn the things he didn't have the time or ability to teach her. But charm school could not take the place of a woman in the home. While other girls went home and practiced their etiquette lessons, Sadie shucked her dress and ran wild. As a result of her mashed education, Sadie knew how to waltz, set a table, and converse with governors. She could also swear like a cowboy and spit like a ranch hand. Shortly after graduating from Lovett High, she'd packed up her Chevy and headed out for some fancy university in California, leaving her father and soiled cotillion gloves far behind. No one saw much of Sadie after that, not even her poor daddy, and as far as anyone knew, she'd never married which was just plain sad and incomprehensible because really, how hard was it to get a man? Even Sarah Louise Baynard Conseco, who had the misfortune to be born built like her daddy, Big Buddy Baynard, had managed to find a husband. Of course, Sarah Louise had met her man through Prisoner.com. Mr. Conseco currently resided 1,400 miles away in San Quentin, but Sarah Louise was convinced he was totally innocent of the offenses for which he'd been unjustly incarcerated and planned to start her family with him after his hoped-for parole in ten years. Bless her heart. Sure, sometimes in a small town it was slim pickings, but that's why a girl went away to college. Everyone knew that a single girl's number one reason for college wasn't higher education, although that was important, too. Knowing how to calculate the price of great-grandmother silver on any given day was always crucial, but a single gal's first priority was to find herself a husband. And Tally Lynn Cooper, Sadie Joe's 20-year-old cousin on her mama's side, had done just that. Tally Lynn had met her intended at Texas A&M and was set to walk down the aisle in a few short days. Tally Lynn's mama had insisted that Sadie Joe be a bridesmaid, which in hindsight turned out to be a mistake. More than the choice of Tally Lynn's gown or the size of her diamond, or whether Uncle Fraser would lay off the sauce and behave himself, the burning question on everyone's mind was if Sadie Joe had managed to snag herself a man yet, because really, how hard could it be? Even for a contrary and notional girl with flat hair. Sadie Hollowell hit the button on the door panel of her sob and the window slid down an inch. Warm air whistled through the crack, and she pushed the button again and lowered the window a bit more. The breeze caught several strands of her straight blonde hair and blew them about her face. Check that Scottsdale listing for me, 
she spoke into the blackberry pressed to her cheek. The San Salvador three-bedroom. As her assistant, Renee, looked up at the property, Sadie glanced out the window at the flat plains of the Texas panhandle. Is it listed as pending yet? Sometimes a broker waited a few days to list a pending sale, with the hopes another agent would show a property and get a bit more. Sneaky bastards. It is. She let out a breath. Good. In the current market, every sale counted, even the small commissions. I'll call you tomorrow. She hung up and tossed the phone into the cup holder. Outside the window, smears of brown, brown, and more brown slid past, broken only by rows of wind turbines in the distance, their propellers slowly turning in the warm Texas winds. Childhood memories and old emotions slid through her head one languid spin at a time. She felt the old mixed bag of emotions.